Welcome to the Evergreen RX, your prescription for living well. Here, we're all about self-exploration, intentionality, and working with our mind, body, and soul for healing and growth. I'm your host, Hayden. I'm in my 20s and in search of connection, fulfillment, and ways to make sense of the world. If you're down, join me as I explore tools to bridge the gap between external reality and our deep inner worlds, discovering our own prescriptions for health, wholeness, and expansion. Hello, welcome back to the Evergreen RX. I'm Hayden, and today we are talking about the big picture approach to planning. So you might have clicked on this because you're a person that loves planning. You like your Google Calendar or your little handwritten journal and schedule, and um, you're always looking for ways to improve on that and batch your time and like just be as efficient as you can be, and that's awesome. And I think you might really get a lot out of this but also if you're a person that is struggling with planning with staying on top of life's responsibilities especially as you get older and you have more adult things to manage um i think you might really benefit from this approach as well because i really have tried to break things down into a more manageable and um balanced system I think you might also get a lot out of this because I think this method uh, allows you to take it as deep or as just kind of quick and basic as you need. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about what I mean by the big picture approach, which is, you know, think wellness wheel, if you're familiar with that, kind of the domains of life when we talk about holistic health or holistic living. Um how to plan from a holistic perspective and then also breaking it down into how to apply that process to your day-to-day and weekly planning and make it really um, practical and effective and efficient for your time and at the end I'll drop in a little psychological mental health centered um, convo on you know why it is that we feel we have to stay on top of things and plan and stay productive. So I think there's a lot of good stuff here. This is an area of passion for me, I would say as well. I'm I'm a big planner, um, but I have worked on tweaking and refining it over the years because I started to get to a point where I realized that I was kind of spinning my wheels planning almost as a way to combat anxiety and overwhelm, which... I will talk about more at the end of this episode, um, and it and it started to become like less helpful actually, and just more of a a constant anxious fear based like check in, and I also didn't feel like the way I was planning was really contributing to balance in my life. And this big picture approach is really all about how do we balance our life and how do we prioritize every dis- different aspect of it not just work or school or career, um, to live a really fulfilled and uh, well-rounded life. So if that sounds good, keep listening, jump in with me. So I'm going to just get started by talking about the wellness wheel or domains of living. So from a holistic health perspective, um, I really like to look at things the different aspects of our life all as equally important. So when I say aspects, I mean things like sleep, 
movement, nutrition, work, social life. You know, like I feel like a lot of us have heard those different aspects be talked about. And when you imagine them, you can picture it as like, as if your life was like a plate or a circle and it's divided up into these different sections. So that plate idea is kind of the basis of this big picture approach. But what we're adding in here as, you know, the evergreen perspective is defining for yourself what those sections are and then how important each is to you and how much time you spend on each section. So let me get an example for anybody watching on video to show you um, because I do have to give a shout out to a grad school class I took um, with a professor, Dr. McNeil. I think I've actually mentioned her before, um, but we did kind of a wellness wheel activity and me and my great friend Julie, uh, we just, we took a deep dive. Julie and I both are big planners um, and so we were like, we're doing a deep dive on this. We are taking this seriously as a way to examine and kind of check in on our lives and where our energy and our time is going to and how satisfied we feel with that and how we want to um, kind of conceptualize the different sections on our plate. So I got to give a shout out and I'm going to pull out my uh, wellness wheel for anybody watching. So you can kind of see my wheel there. It's a circle divided into different pie-like sections um, and each section has a label. And so that's what we're talking about when we're talking about domains. So I'm going to share with you what my domains are as a jumping off point to help explain this process and to give inspiration for you. But the really fun part about this is that you get to decide for yourself what the domains are and what they kind of how they are defined for you and what falls into those categories. And I think this process also can build off of last episode, episode nine, with values. You know, you'll see with the words that I use that some of them are kind of values based. And that helped me, kind of knowing my values, to decide how I would break my domains of living up into. Not just using the classic, oh, sleep, fitness, friends, you know, that's fine, but I think we can also take it a step further to make it even more personalized and something that actually feels helpful when you check in on it. So, here are my categories. I have logistics, which under that umbrella is tasks, um, finances, responsibilities. So then I have meaning, which is hobbies, growth, and exploration. Big thing for me is learning. Uh, connection, which is relationships and also communication. Health, food, sleep, movement. Actualization, which I define as work and development. And then radiance, fun, adventure, and pleasure. So you can already kind of hear some of those values terms coming out. You know, adventure, responsibility, growth. So that's how I define mine. Because I felt like it covered all of the different areas of my life currently. And it felt personalized enough to where I actually could take stock of my life from these categories and feel like everything had its place and while it might not make sense to like my neighbor who has a different way of doing it it made sense 
to me and actually became motivating to look at my life from these different domains. So I'm going to get into what kind of activities I've put under each of these categories, but the first step is really understanding what your domains are. So probably everybody will have one section of the pie going to something that looks like you know, wellness, like in terms of how you eat, how you move, um, maybe any like medication or vitamins that you need, spending time, dedicating time to that or to doctor's appointments. So that is a pretty common category. But you might be the type of person that wants movement to be a whole section on its own. That might be really important to you to move your body. Maybe you like to play sports. Um, Maybe sports is a huge way that you feel social connection. So that might create its own umbrella term of sorts. Um, Or you're a person that like loves food and so that goes into a whole another category maybe you look at food and nutrition as serving a different purpose in your life than what i said which is just health same with like a category like radiance radiance was julie's term that she created and i just loved it it stuck out to me before i was thinking light joy you know those are good words too but radiance really gave me the sense of what things under that category would look like you know, getting to explore new places in my city and try something new or go travel, um, those give me a sense of radiance. They give me a feeling that my domain of actualization doesn't give me the same feeling. So it's, you know, hopefully you're getting an idea for how this process can be as expansive and meaningful and philosophical as you want. Or also you can just simplify it and you can, you know, Go Google wellness wheels and base yours off of some general ideas online. Um, But I think it's really fun to incorporate your personality and your values into the process so that it can grow with you over time and it's actually a system that you want to look back on. I kind of see it as a twofold. The wellness wheel, having your own wellness wheel, your own domains, uh, is kind of a practical reference to check in on, to check in on your level of satisfaction and fulfillment in each of these domains. And it also serves as a way to help you seek balance. If you're feeling out of balance, if you're feeling off kilter, the same way values create uh, kind of a good system for you to see maybe where something's gone off the rails, domains also do that. You know, it might be that one section of the pie has grown really large recently. I know last year, last August, um, my boyfriend was working on a film set. And so there was a lot of people we were hanging out with and seeing. There was a lot of social events. And it was really, it was fun while it lasted. And the piece of the pie that social connection goes into for me became really big for a while. And I wasn't getting as much sleep. And I wasn't you know, doing my hobbies as much. No problem with that. But when the time kind of came that I was feeling a little more burnt out or tired and ready to rebalance the scales, I was able to understand what areas had kind of shrunk in order to make space for the enhanced, increased amount of social connection. So again, it's no problem that these things, you know, are fluid and they alter over time but when we do feel ready to recenter 
we've got the wheel to go back on and look at like, okay, what have I kind of sacrificed recently and what has become a bigger piece of my pie? But the fun part, in my opinion, is when it comes to planning. This system becomes really practical. And ever since I created my own wellness wheel, I have looked back on this system every week when it comes to planning. So now that you've got your wheel, it's time to categorize activities into each domain. So activities is anything you do in your day with your time. Um, this is when I really started to benefit and kind of need this system because I have always had a problem of over-prioritizing the logistics domain. Um, I would put anything else on the back burner in order to get done what felt like a to-do list task or something that was responsible, my, my chores or the appointment I needed to make or the email I needed to send. I would put those kinds of tasks over everything else. I think school kind of breeds this way of thinking into a lot of us on like, you go to school, you get home, it's time to do your homework because then you're going to have to sleep and you're going to have to get up and you do it all over again. And it becomes the most important thing to stay on top of. But that doesn't really work in the long run, at least for me. And especially when you become an adult and your time may be split up differently or you have more autonomy and flexibility on prioritizing other aspects of your life after work or on the weekends. And if you're in this chronic state of always just looking at what like needs to be done or what is like maybe the responsible thing to do, uh, a lot of other things go to the wayside and maybe hobbies or fun activities that are also just as important in our lives are not prioritized because we don't have a system in place to know when or where or how to put those things first. At least that's me. Maybe you're different. Maybe you uh, need more of a system that helps prioritize those responsibilities and that logistics kind of category. And that's what's great. The system also works for you too um, because it's so customized and the goal, the intention is balance. So again, for categorizing categorizing activities, um, the best thing I can kind of lay out is some examples from my own life to give some inspiration. So like I said, logistics is one of my domains. That means tasks, responsibilities, and finances. So when it came to categorizing activities in my life, I decided to kind of group a couple domains together. So I put logistics and actualization together because that is responsibilities and work to me. And while they have different shades to them, uh, it felt helpful to group them. Same with... Um, meaning and health. A lot of my hobbies can also be kind of intertwined with health for me, like meditation and journaling. That's a hobby for me, but that also kind of plays itself into health and wellness. So for example, um, in the logistics and actualization category, I put admin for work, um, also showing up to work, doing sessions, any podcast um, tasks that I have, any doctor's appointments or chores, 
that goes into this list. So how I break it down is I just have the heading, logistics and actualization, and then I have a list kind of bullet point to help clue me in to each category under that heading. So like one of my things is like work admin. When I see that, when I'm trying to plan for my week ahead, I'll like mentally check in or go to my work email and kind of touch base on any specific tasks in that category. Same with, I have a thing that says like ERX tasks. That gives me an opportunity to go to my Gmail for the podcast and look at my recording and editing schedule and write down any specific tasks that I need to get done within the week. Um, Sometimes I'll look at the bullet point for life admin slash appointments and it's like, oh, I don't I don't have any appointment scheduled. I don't need to go to the doctor for anything. So nothing there. Don't have to worry about it. So hopefully you're starting to get a feel for how we're bringing, we're, we're starting with domains and we're breaking it down into kind of activity categories. And then off of that, kind of using it as a sense to plan like the specific activities. So on my list where I check in on my wellness wheel, I don't have like specific things written. I keep another running list for that type of stuff. You know, maybe it's like record episode eight and edit episode seven. You know, that's going to be on a separate list, but those are the kinds of things that I get clued into when I see ERX tasks on my wellness wheel. So another example is the meaning and health domain for me. So some categories that go into that are um, yoga slash rock climbing slash swimming. I kind of keep it as a list because those are some of the activities that I like to do. Um, Meditating, practicing piano. That's a hobby of mine. And also any personal learning. You know, I take some courses sometimes on tarot or different topics that I'm just personally interested in and so that will go under this domain as well. Another example would be radiance and connection. I'll keep bullet points of some things that I want to do like I like to go to the farmer's market or go to trivia nights or something so I'll keep a little bullet point under this domain Um, and also of people that I want to see. I actually have a bullet point where it's got like people's names listed you know, with commas in between that help run the system in my brain when I see it on, oh, I haven't seen that person in a while or I've been meaning to reach out to this person. And, you know, it kind of jogs my memory in that sense when, again, I'm looking at my week ahead and maybe where I want to dedicate time to radiance and connection within my week. So I'm going to have an example of some of these sections in the description below, just if you'd like a visual kind of layout of how all of this is getting broken down. But the intention would be at this point is you kind of have a map of your life and how you spend your time. You know the domains, you know the categories that fall into each of those domains. Now you use this map when you're planning your day or your week. Like I said, I like to check in with this list And, you know, I might pull up my domains and categories on my computer and then have a little to-do list, 
pen and paper on the side and as I go through and check in on each category, I'll write things on my to-do list. Why I kind of call this the big picture approach is it's kind of taking a balance between being super granular, like some people like to do, which is, you know, time batching and I'm going to do this thing at this time on this day. That's awesome and that works for some people and it does not work for me. I prefer having a little bit of a wider view, writing more of a general to-do list for the week or the next couple of days so that I can choose things as they feel good or has, as they naturally fit into my schedule. It feels less restrictive and constraining that way to me and it just works better for my brain. Um, and so maybe it works for you too. That's my intention by putting this out there. And it's just kind of a different approach than some of the more planner, influencer type girlies online that really thrive in that super structured um, planning type of environment. I also love that this system kind of builds in a way for you to keep track and have like a continual check-in point for whatever you may have going on. I feel like it helps ease some of that worry or tension about forgetting something or like I was saying, just getting caught up in the hustle and bustle and not prioritizing each area of your life. Because I genuinely, I mean, in my therapeutic practice too, I take the approach that all of these domains are equally important. You know, we need social connection. We need fun. We need sleep. And we also have work and we have responsibilities. Um, and so having a way to remind yourself of each of those areas and also kind of do that self check-in on you know that they're split up into equal sections because they're all equally important no matter what other people say or how other people behave to have a well-rounded and holistic approach to your well-being means being intentional with each of these areas of your life my intention with this approach when I was just making it for myself was to create a system that felt attainable and sustainable enough to keep up with, but also left room for freedom and for um, kindness to myself and to also be able to play into each of those weekly and monthly rhythms that I've talked about in previous episodes on you know, there are times when one domain's going to have to be bigger and others go to the wayside, but then when we're out of time for rebalancing, we can check back in and not feel so overwhelmed with regaining our footing. So it, it really, it's supposed to be so customizable and individual that it feels like something that you actually want to keep up with. So all of this to say that these are very practical skills for combating a very real anxiety that can sometimes be really deep-rooted. I know for myself that this system has really helped me and I have felt more aligned and balanced since using this for planning and for thinking about my life. Um, but I do still struggle with deep, programming and healing some of the driving forces and beliefs that I have that make me feel this need to be 
productive and to be on top of things and to not drop the ball on anything. You know, that causes anxiety, which I combat through planning and some people combat through procrastinating. But either way, it's this behavioral, you know, coping skill for something that is being driven potentially by kind of deeper held beliefs. So I say that to extend the invitation to you and also to myself that there's nothing wrong with trying to create better systems in your life. My first episode ever of this podcast was about routines because our behaviors, our actions are helpful. They do impact the way that we feel. Um, And sometimes they can be a really good jumping off starting or starting point for um, improving our life and our joy. But the more that we're able to create a sense of freedom and and an operating operating out of the place of kind of love and excitement and trust the easier all of the behavioral stuff gets and the more seamless it becomes like we can create good routines and we can become really good planners but if we're being driven from a place of anxiety there might always be a little bit of a piece missing or it might be more taxing and exhausting on the system because we're using it to cope with those feelings versus coming from a place of trust and contentment where then the routines and the planning just bolster us being able to live our life to the fullest extent and get a real level of satisfaction and enjoyment out of it. So I think some questions that you can ask yourself and I'm definitely asking myself is things like, What's the worst that happens if you drop the ball? What does that mean to you? You know, what feeling does that create? For me, it's like if I imagine dropping the ball on something, which could look like missing a work deadline or, you know, not uploading this podcast in time. That's a big fear for me. And so I kind of will sometimes catch myself obsessively thinking and planning about this podcast um, to avoid that possibility but if i just sit and think okay so if i missed it that might be disappointing and maybe it would trigger some feelings in me of oh can i do this am i cut out for this what's wrong with me that i can't stay on top of it should i just quit failure you know that's one of the feelings that can come up So exploring that, either with a therapist or with your journal or in whatever way, having conversations with friends uh, can help start to unravel some of those beliefs and and also stop some of that catastrophizing thought process in its tracks. I also think kind of looking at what's your definition of productivity and do you want to change that? This system was very impactful in me in starting to redefine my relationship with productivity on you know that my work tasks and my chores are on the same check-in sheet as going to the farmer's market and seeing my friends that those two things play an important role in living my life to the fullest and to enjoying myself and that really started to help redefine like okay yeah I could dedicate this whole week to working on the podcast but I actually think I'm going to see friends on Tuesday night and Thursday night and I've got plans you know to 
take a bath and read my book on Friday night because that matters to me and that's what fuels me that's what keeps me going so it really started to help me redefine that relationship Um, and I think I could do a whole future episode on this so if you're interested let me know but just to kind of get some of those questions out there and get you thinking about some of this stuff because I don't think it's fair to you and I don't think it's true to me to just throw out an episode on uh, this method of planning and once again another kind of approach to being that productive on top of it girl without also saying that there's a deeper side to the forces that drive us to be productive and to to look like we have it all together and those are super valid and deserve some attention too and there's nothing that you're doing wrong if you have struggled in the past with some of the stuff that I've talked about today or with finding that balance (sighs) all right I'm a little winded I'm gonna be honest I hope this made sense and felt helpful for you I've struggled with being able to articulate this kind of method in a cohesive manner um so yeah we'll probably revisit this topic um but i hope you found something helpful you can also always check out the um description under the podcast um since i'll have some examples there and you can also message me with questions but i want to get to the dose so today's dose is to make a personalized wellness wheel to center on the ways that you spend your time and the domains that make up your life. Use it to check in on big and small tasks to help combat anxiety and to seek balance. I also think it would be really fun to hear from any of you listening um, what domains you maybe create for your own life. I would love to know what words you use and how you define them. But until next episode, which is our last one of season one and should be a good one. So be sure you follow to stay tuned. And until then, I wish you the best. Bye.